And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Austin Aries. Austin Aries always says you're supposed to get potassium. Potassium is very good for you. So I'm going to eat this banana. Very awkwardly. Doc Manson. At Doc Manson. Yes, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you for remembering. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it wrong at least six times during the show, but at least I got it right the first time. That's really all that matters. It matters matters how you start, and it matters how you finish, and the middle, nobody ever remembers. That's what my middle school band teacher taught me. You want to start strong, you want to end strong, and in the middle, you can just mail it in. All right. Take that. For what it's worth. What's it worth? I don't know. You can you can apply it to all sorts of situations, I guess. Yep, I'm applying it to a few situations in my mind. Start strong, finish strong. Middle, you just have to lay there. So, how do you like your bananas, DC? Do you like them? You know, a little underripe. Do you like them just yellow? I like them very underripe. You like them green? I prefer a firmer texture. This is a this is a yellowish brown skin. Ugh. I'm only eating it because I wanted to make you watch me do it on the show. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't be eating it because it's too mushy right now. It gets it's mushy. not super mushy. It gets too sweet. And you get those brown spots. There were thankfully no brown spots on it. But Do I you prefer... eat brown spots or no. would you cut them out? I would cut them off. Yeah. And when I watch a child in my classroom eat the brown spots, it takes effort not to vomit on their face. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So, but, no, I like a firmer texture. And if the flavor is not as banana-y, I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, do you like a, a large banana or a small banana? I don't need a plantain. Well, a plantain uh, is not a banana. But I believe you need a, a at least a bare minimum size in order to adequately transfer all that is good in the banana to wherever you would like the banana to go. I'm pretty sure it all goes to the one place. Depends on how you eat it, I suppose. Are we still talking about bananas? I think so. I mean, I was. Uh, I'm not really sure what I'm talking about anymore. Huh. Well, Um, that's a strong start for this, the latest episode of DDT Wrestling. I agree. And, uh... It is Survivor Series weekend. There no, are no, no, no. Two. It is NXT TakeOver weekend. Are you more excited for NXT than you are the WWE know. show? I don't know about that. Oftentimes I would say that is true. I'm not sure about this particular instance. 
Um, I, you know, I think WWE is doing a very nice job. Um, sorry, I'm making, trying to play with features to see if I can get the video quality a little better. I think WWE has done an excellent job. There are two good shows here. Although, interestingly enough, and maybe I missed something, there might be only four matches at NXT TakeOver. They've done that before, I think, so... Usually there's five, but the Pete Dunne-Johnny Gargano match is going to be on NXT TV. It's not taped for War Games proper. It's going to be... Well, they're having some sort of ab off, right? Uh, Is that still happening? I really hoped that was not still happening i i don't uh, really know the only time i ever heard about it was from you so i i took yeah, it as gospel I, given I that had, you are the pope of positivity i am the pope of positivity at the dc matthews but i had hoped and presumed that uh it was oh i did miss something i didn't even write it down silly me i forgot to write down the nxt title match uh oh, which would be cn Versus the champion, yes, whose name, yes, is Drew Galloway. Correct, Drew McIntyre. But yeah, yeah, whatever. You've same got thing. the same. You've got you've got the the general idea. You've got the mise en scène. Uh, what else are we gonna get from NXT Takeover? Doc Manson at Doc Manson. War Games. Correct, featuring um the authors of Pain. With Roderick Strong. Yes. Versus Sanity. Yes. Versus... <laughs> For a second, I was like, oh, man, the audio and video cut out at the best possible time. Uh, you I held don't know that the third post. Uh, the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole and company. Oh, whatever. Um, wow, I'm not, not impressed. Not why? Let, let's go. Let's start there. Why? What is? What has Cole and company not done to impress you? NXT, the, the, NXT is full of really good wrestlers and has been for a very long time. Um, I know that that wanes, it comes and goes and flows and what's not. And maybe they're the best wrestlers in X, NXT right now. Sure, maybe, I don't know. But all I know is there's nothing flashy about them, and there's nothing that I've seen that made me go, oh, yeah, I got to see more of these guys. They're relatively small. I don't think they are, you know, they're not doing any big power moves. I also don't feel like any of them are particularly high flyers. They're really sound, technical dudes, it seems like, from my impression. But that's not flashy. That's not, you know, that's not. They're technicians and they're strikers and that is not everybody's favorite style. Right. I like technicians, but I also need to see technicians up against other really great technicians. And I don't know that I've seen any of that yet. No, no, that's fair. Um, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy Adam Cole. Uh, his presence is just striking. I enjoy that O'Reilly and fish are there, but I have yet to see anything particularly wowing. It's, it's just okay. the fact that it's on Wednesday. You know, I can watch Adam Cole on NXT right now is the wow factor, but that can't last. Okay, but then also, you know, just to further sort of my side of this, uh, 
assume for a moment that you have no idea really who any of these people are and you're only going off of what you've seen of them in NXT, let's pretend for a moment that outside of maybe one prior match, you've never seen any of these guys ever do anything. Um, why I And that's why I say I, I guess I'm not excited be, and I haven't seen anything because I really don't know these guys from a hole in the ground. I... I don't. I'm not. I know they're big deals, but I, I, I am not aware of their backlog, their history, whatever. So when they get to NXT, these guys, they have to show me something. They have to wow me. They have to give me something to be excited for. And a really dumb name for a stable just isn't doing it. Well, I will be interested to check in with you next week because hopefully in War Games. They do get a chance to shine and maybe do impress you. Um, but yeah, actually, not- you know, I, I think I think you're right, though. And when you say that, I, I think there's a very good possibility I will come out the other side of this weekend and go, Undisputed Era, OMG, I am all about these guys. It's possible. It's entirely possible. This, this would be, if I were planning it just on an NXT level, this would be their showcase. You right, know? right. They, they are I'll, – I'll just start there. They're my pick to win the thing because the Undisputed Era can't start with a loss. Like you can't call yourself the Undisputed Era if you lose. Is this for the tag titles? No, it's just a match. Okay. Then it's, they it's, ought to win. They've all been fighting with each other and – yeah, but I do not believe the tag titles are on the line because it's three on three on three. Right. So – in Whatever, a, free bird rule, man. In a roofless cage, which people are very upset about. Because uh, it didn't used to be roofless? Because it used to have a roof, but I actually like it better without a roof. Because you have a roof, and you can't go up. But you, you know? can. Yes, a little bit. But, you know, the only good spot in that kind of thing is when you, like, go for, like, a flapjack or a back body drop, and they hit the ceiling on the way down. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, that you can grab a hold of that chain link fence and monkey bar your way across. Yeah. But you're yeah, thinking, about, ulti- you're thinking about Ultimate X now. I am. You're I love that match. You're imagining the, you know, going over the rope and all of that when AJ yeah. Styles, like, did the weird flippy thing. And I miss Eli Skipper. Elix. Eli. Um, um, you know, I. It's, it guarantees me that somebody's going to climb the cage and jump off. And my bet is it's going to be Nikki Cross. I think it's going to be Oscar. Occam. Uh, one of authors of Payton is going to go high fly. Rock, Rock'em. Sock'em. Rocksteady. Bebop. Bebop. Yeah. One of those two. They're, they're, they're going to go up there. They're going to fly. Maybe. Or it'll be uh, Killian Dane from Sanity. He'll, one can hope. <laughs> he'll hit a 450. Um, so what do you think? Let's, let's start there. We can work our way around, uh, undisputed era versus sanity versus authors of pain. Are you familiar enough with it? You obviously probably, Oh no, wait, I don't know when that I did record a, um, a history of war games. I don't know if it ever made it to air on the NAI wrestling network, but, um, are, are you familiar with the rules of war games or at least this particular war games? Cause this is going to have no. different rules. I am not. So there are three teams. One member of each team will start the match. So I believe it will start as a triple threat. Okay. 
So probably Kyle O'Reilly versus Roderick Strong versus Eric Young. And for a few minutes, it'll just be those three. And then somehow there will be a random decision made and one of the other teams will be able to enter the ring. So let's say it's the Undisputed Era. Then Cole and Fish can go in there. And now it's three on one on one. Oh, really? And then after a few minutes, one of the other teams goes in, and then it's three-on-three-on-one, and then finally the last team enters. That's not how War Games is supposed to work. Wait, so let me ask you a question. Uh, How do you win win this match? Pinfall or submission? After everyone's involved. So once all nine guys are in the two-ringed cage. That was going to be my follow-up question. Why wouldn't you just pin the one guy when you have the chance? Nothing. Pinfall submissions, none of that counts until everyone's in there. And then once you're in there, I believe, again, for this particular one, it's first pinfall, first submission wins. Okay. What if you escape the cage? I don't believe that is an option, but I don't know. There, This is the NXT version of War, Ga- War Games. This isn't your daddy's War Games. Mm-hmm. I guess you wouldn't want to escape the cage, though, because like, even if your entire team escaped the cage, that just means that you might not be involved in the pinfall or submission. So you just you remove yourself from the decision, but that's not good either. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. it'll be, int- again, interesting to see. But who do you think is going to win? Do you have a production since that's where we're at, we're at the production stage. M. Cole, Heath Slater, baby. So you are also going with the undisputed era. Yeah, it would be and specifically, specifically Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. Adam Cole's going to win that it. Pinfall. Okay. Well, or submission. Does he have submission moves? I'm sure he does, but his finisher was the his finisher in Ring of Honor that I can remember was either a super kick. Or oh, good. The finisher, another super kick. Yeah, or the finisher Ty Dillinger is using now. So I don't know how that's going to work. But I was never wild about Adam Cole's finisher. I love Adam Cole, but his finisher always was lacking a bit for me. Okay. But anyways, all right. Moving on. Um, back to the undercard. Uh, Cassius Ono. Oh no. Will be taking on Lars Sullivan. He's that big guy who's kind of crazy. Yes, he's Braun Strowman light. Right. Okay. Great. Lars. I agree there as well. Again, he's... um, do you think Cassius Ono is here as enhancement talent? Like, is he now? The new Tyler Breeze, Ty Dillinger of NXT? Um, he's the new Hideo Itami of NXT. No, that's not possible. He's actually wrestled matches and not injured himself. Is he injured again? Is it I think in- so. Oh, my God. No, I actually um, don't think so. I'm, I'm well, I haven't seen him in a while, so I don't know. No. You know, but uh, he's... He's the afterthought. He definitely is. So, you know, but he's not even in this. Like, it's not like Roderick Strong and Cassius Ono and No Way Jose as some team. Like, he's, you know, he's not even at the Tyler Breeze level. Like, Tyler Breeze contended for a title or two at a takeover. Cassius Ono barely makes takeovers. 
Yeah. All right. So I don't know what's going on with him. Like I, I really think he'll be back on the independence again. Like, you know, he'll take the Austin Aries route and this is already his second shot in the dub dub, isn't it? It is. But again, I, I don't see where he goes. I don't see what the end game is unless they're going to, you know, advance him to the main roster to be an enhancement guy there. Like he could go yeah. and have a Rusev style run, I suppose, where he does well and people like him, but he doesn't do anything. Do so. you think I mean, this this is this is probably feeding into Internet nonsense. But do you think there's a possibility that WWE management is just like, listen, you want a chance? Lose some weight. Like, do you think like, and I don't mean that necessarily as glibly as I'm saying it, but do you think that they're they're waiting for him to 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 have more of that you know desired body type before they decide to really give him a push? Do you think that's a possibility? They didn't do it with Kevin Owens. Now, you can make a case that Kevin Owens is a different kind of wrestler with a different level of potential than Chris Hero, a.k.a. Cassius Ono, but they didn't make him wait around. But at the same time, the oversized basketball jersey and briefs is not his best look. Nah. Like, even when he was in shape in the indies, he was wearing, like, long pants and a Superman t-shirt. I seem to recall. So I don't know what the maybe deal. not. Maybe I not. don't know what the deal is. I it could just be look. I'd like to say I hope that's not the case. I mean no. I don't really put a lot of stock into that sort of stuff. I in would, the past on this show, I think I've said I think it's bullcrap that people even consider that. So I don't know why I'm considering it now. You know, just, he's had he's had matches where he wrestled for hours, literally, like he did some fundraiser and wrestled for three hours in like a gauntlet style sort of thing. So it's not that he's not in ring shape. It's just, he does, he does not have the WWE ideal body type, but I think there's a place for him. They've just got to figure out what it is because right now there's a lot of people ahead of him in line and I don't know. So, but that's a good question. Um, Speaking of, you could make the case that both of these guys are ahead of him in line. That would be Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream. Black. I tweeted it earlier, and I'll say it here. I predict the Velveteen Dream is the first person to be Alistair Black. Okay. They've done this very well, and, you know, while it would make more sense... Who if- else is undefeated in NXT? Probably Kyrie Zane. And maybe that's it. But again, how many, un- like, there's only so many times you can do the undefeated thing. Yeah, but, you know, you only can do it one at a time. And the last 500 days of it was all a female wrestler, so it's pretty fresh in the male division. You, you might be right, but again, I think this build has been good. The Velveteen Dream is awesome. I'm a fan. I don't think so. You don't like him? I like him. I think he's doing a good job with it. But I also, once again, feel as though this is a gimmick that you've saddled this person with that he is never going to how much of to more. How much of the build to this match have you watched? I watched Alistair Black in a backstage segment in a gym be irritated by the Velveteen Dream 
and like not respond to him. Yes. And I saw the following week when the Velveteen Dream, I don't know, did something and got in his face and was like, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. And then he ducked Black Mass. Um, that's about it. Again, and maybe we'll have to tweet this on Saturday. If you watch the entire promo package, like the Velveteen Dream has been less gimmicky and more like you will respect me. It's more, you know, it's less gold dust and more like stop ignoring me. That's fine. But when you have a look that's as distinctive as he has, I I really think he's going to have trouble breaking out of that first impression mold. You could be entirely right. Again, I, I will be interested to know how you feel following the the build and the match. Maybe you yeah. come away with it feeling the same way. And again, maybe he loses and we're like, okay, he's in that Andrade Amis territory. He needs the kind of character shift that CN has had lately. So, again, something interesting. Um, women's match. Ember Moon versus Kyrie Zane versus Nikki Cross versus Peyton Royce for the NXT women's title. I don't know. Um, I'm just, I'll just go ahead. I usually ask you to do it, but that's not always fair. I've picked Nikki Cross. I'd like Peyton Royce to win it. I think to watch her and Billy Kay kind of, you know, they don't need to turn it into a friendship bracelet, but I would love for them to just be goofy with the title. I I but. could see them going with Peyton Royce at this point in time. I think the two of them, you know, playing that, that mm, you know, not not exactly twin magic type thing, but, but playing that, that friend heel duo, I think they could do a really good job. Mm-hmm leading the direction of the women's division right now. Cause I, I don't know that anybody else is capable of being, uh, well, I, I, I think I see them giving a very strong direction to the division sure. that I don't know that I necessarily see from any of the other competitors. Um, but yeah, I think we're in agreement. I don't think Carrie Zane wins. No. I think this is a perfect match for her not to yes. win and not to be no, involved. She in won't the decision. eat the pin. She'll, Right. And so I don't want to say it, but it sort of feels like if they're ever going to pull the trigger on Ember Moon, this is it. Is that your official production? Uh, I think it's, oh, you know what? No, no, I'm putting down paint and rice, but. I just want it to be said, I think it's most likely that Ember Moon... I think you make a valid point. If it's going to happen, it's got to happen now. But really, if it was going to happen, it should have happened before now. Yeah. I, so I, I think, think we're, right. you know, we, we are in the Bray Wyatt-Rusev territory, but I am not as in love with Ember as I am with them. So I am I can see it more objectively and be like, no. Sanity has the yes. tag belt? That's why I'm picking. That's the other reason I'm picking Nikki Cross. I'm like, because I don't know if it'll be Eric Young, but I could easily see Killian Dane challenging Drew McIntyre in a battle of the Scot. I think he's Scottish in a battle of the Scots, sort of. I could. I mean, I could totally see Eric Young. I actually, you want to? Yeah, you want to talk about the next takeover main event? Drew Galloway versus Eric Young. Could be like 
I'd watch that. Could be. And, you know, they've got all the gold. I, I mean, that's what I've just sort of wanted from Sanity from day yeah. one. You know, it's been a long time since we saw a stable like yeah. that. I don't know what, but at the same time, like, I don't know that. Am I talking you into changing your pick? I don't know Sanity's the group. Or are you talking yourself no. into changing your pick? Because that is that is. One I still of the don't main think Peyton Royce is likely that to is win one this of the match. Main I just want reasons. her to. And you know what? It, it's entirely possible that if Peyton Royce were to win sometime before now and take over or at the next takeover which will be before the rumble nikki could win it so yeah i don't know i'll leave it okay. as is but I, I i respect your pick i think it's uh i think it's a good I, it's a good case i respect your pick if i wasn't gonna pick nikki i'd pick Pete. yeah uh which brings us to drew mcintyre versus andrade you know i like what andrade's done with his new manager whose name i've never learned uh something Salida del Sol. I, I, I say Katrina Light because she reminds me a oh, little bit yeah. of, you know. Isn't her her name is like Selena something, right? Selena Vega, maybe. Savio Vega, oh, like or, Savio Vega. or it used to be. Maybe they've changed it now, but like I, yeah. No, she used well, to be lady. Thea Trinidad. That's who it is. It's Thea Trinidad, oh. but oh. I think it's well. well no, see, I closed the tab, but let me reopen it. Again. I wish she was a wrestler and not just. I'm sure piece. she will be. I think just give it time. I'm not so really? sure. Let's see. Yeah. La la la. I don't know why they pigeonhole people like this, but that seems like they do. I didn't hear any of that. Sorry. That's okay. I said I don't know why they pigeonhole people like that, but I they do. You know Zelina what I mean? Vega with a Z. Zelina Vega. Ah, close. You see? good job. Nice pull. So, what, what what's uh, Kalisto's finisher? Salida del Sol. Yeah, you were right. Salida del Sol. I, I couldn't. I, I wasn't sure. I thought I was talking on my butt for a second there. Nope. You. Hello. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Where? That's why we need to have a video where? podcast because people would have seen me standing. No, up they wouldn't have. With Don't my lie. butt cheek to the camera. Where does that movie? And its sequel, which might even be better, where do those where do better. those rank on your list of all time comedies? Which is a which is a deep list. There's a lot of great ones. I don't know because there are a lot of great ones, and I've never spent any time thinking about it. But I would not be surprised to find the second film in my top. Okay, 20. well, let me ask you this. Is it the is that movie? We'll go with uh, when nature calls. Is it the best Jim Carrey movie you've ever seen? Because hmm. we, while you think about that, hmm. we grew up in an era when Jim Carrey was the guy. Like I remember being at summer camp on a bus with Kevin Winkler. Shout out if he listens, and like we just said lines from that movie. And like I remember right. in like a fifth grade yearbook saying my my favorite quote was "All righty then." Of course it was. I mean, I think the best Jim Carrey movie is probably The Truman Show, but that's not a comedy. No, so, well, well, I mean it is. No, but, but it's not a comedy not like in the this. same way. Right. Um, so yeah, I think it probably is the best of the Jim Carrey comedies. Rank. The following. Th- oh, the liar, liar is pretty good too. Rank the following three movies: okay. Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber. 
I assume we're talking Ace Ventura 2? Well, yes. Yes. Let's say that, yeah. We're not talking Son of the Mask with Jamie Kennedy. We're talking... No, I'm well, I'm, I'm going to go with um, Ace, Dumb and Dumber, The Mask. That's probably fair. I think... I actually think The Mask has not aged very well. Um, like, I, I just don't think... It was it was it was a CGI yeah. sort of showcase thing, and Cameron Diaz was very attractive in that film. But I I don't know that I don't know why I covered my mouth like she's gonna like she's gonna listen. But I was gonna say something. I want to talk about people who haven't aged well. Sorry, Cameron Diaz. Yeah, she's yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I will. I mean, the mask is definitely the most attractive Cameron Diaz ever looked on film. I mean, that wins hands yes. down. I think there's no way. Yes, even there's by no the time you get else to wins. Uh, what's the movie she's in with Ben Stiller? There's something about Mary. Oh yeah, no, no, she was at the peak in the mask. I think, but I, I don't think that movie ages particularly well. And Ace Ventura One does not age well at all. Um, a lot of the comedy in that film I don't really think is appropriate. I don't think you could show that movie today. Um, but Ace 2, I think, holds up. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we got there in a roundabout way. Oh, yes. Drew McIntyre versus Andrade Almas. Uh, I'm saying Drew retains. <clears throat> I think Almas possibly. Hey, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Uh, that was I, that wasn't even like a half. Did you attempt, but. watch Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> um, the one without Jeff Bridges and Jim Carrey, or the one with them? Jeff Daniels. I, whatever. Jeff Bridges is yeah. the Big Lebowski. I would watch that movie though. Yeah. Um, they're the same guy. I'm pretty sure. No, the 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 one recently within the last like three years with Jim Carrey. I have not seen it. No, no. I wanted to though. Maybe, not that we need to add more to the DDT Awards, but it's entirely mm-hmm. possible that we need to get our hands on that movie and watch it. Have you not I seen have it? not seen it, and there's no one in this house who will watch it with me. And I think it needs to be shared, probably, to be appreciated. So, uh, who do you think wins? Who Who is the NXT champion coming out of TakeOver? Uh Clearly, Jeff Daniels. Writing that down. Jay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with McIntyre. Yeah. I think uh, Andrade gets called up. You know, People are saying it's going to be the Authors of Pain getting called up. But if I had to guess, it's the iconic duo, Almas and Authors of Pain. Those would be my choices. And I know that's just cheating because you're picking a whole bunch of things would you like to dive into the email we have at least five all international okay. we are the international show i really just think we're the uk show well that's often true too i sometimes i wonder if we should just up and move to the united kingdom yeah. i mean i will say my entire you know sense of humor is informed by you know, British. Well, that humor. was it. Somebody said um, you, you two have a very British humor, and I'm like, I think I can speak for Doc Manson when I say that's probably the nicest thing anyone said about this podcast. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, Monty Python, uh, Mr. Yep. Bean, Black yep. Adder, uh, 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 a bit of um, Fry and Lori. Uh, Fry and Lori, absolutely. 
Um, and Douglas Adams, yep. you want to go into books? I mean, come on. Radio shows. Ford, like I think I'm a sofa. <laughs> I know how you feel. Uh, so, yeah. So, let's dive into the email. DDTWrestling at gmail.com. Oh, I don't know. If, if you're into Douglas Adams, sorry not to take a side route here, but have you watched any of uh, the new BBC America show, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective no. Agency? Should I? Because it's based on his oh. books. Um, they're in season two now. Season one was great. And uh, season two is also, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I would Good recommend that show quite a bit. What's it's the quite title funny. again? I'm actually going to write it down. Uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. I like it already just by the name. Okay. Thank you. Good recommendation there. Yep. Uh, yeah. Wrestling at gmail.com. And it is. It is all international. Uh, the first one comes from Glenn. It is titled, well, you can read it if you'd like to. It's a short one. Sierra, Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, The Shield. Hi, guys. It's good to have you back. A bit of fantasy booking for you this week. Which superstars would you combine into a faction to combat The Shield? Can be from either brand or a mixture of both. Thanks, as always, Glenn. And then... All right, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it first. Um, I think we should probably save this. We should probably save this email topic for an episode of DC and Doc Talk, which we will then never actually do. I think it's just become a running gag with Glenn's emails, where we just say we're gonna do a whole. Did episode we forget about some stuff? And we never probably did. Actually, answer any. Yeah. Sorry, Glenn. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think we've done that like literally at least three times now. And I know literally in three times not, but like he asked us something about like universal monsters that we never answered last week. He asked us about like top five heels. I, I think it was Glenn. I got to write and, this. And, I got to mm-hmm. start taking more better notes. I am the person who, if mm-hmm. I'm good, if, if there's going to be, if there's going to be a, a thing here, cause we recorded three episodes of DC and doc talk uh-huh. and I came over with nothing. Like I didn't even bring my Chromebook. Like, it was literally, I think, 24 hours after getting that yes. email, and we still I never came over about it. with food, and that was the extent uh-huh. of it. Yeah, yeah. Why did you eat more Jolly Rancher Pop Tarts? Why? Why? They were there. <laughs> they were there. I was That's... hungry. Mrs. Manson wasn't around. <laughs> I had to fend for myself. That's... I could have made an egg. But I didn't. You could have put the egg on the pop tarts. I'll have you know, I ate. I, I you, you probably saw the photo. I, I, I heated up two yes. of them. I ate one, yes. and I threw the other Good. in the trash. <laughs> Thank you. That's the correct. That's the correct answer. Um, they are disgusting. Yet you ate one more. Uh, we we got Shut a up. second email from Glenn that said, "I am an idiot. Sorry to confuse things by sending my email from the wrong address." I assure you, Glenn, we would not have noticed. All right, this next email comes from Simon. Wait, you got to answer the question. No, I want to answer this question. <laughs> I like that long pregnant pause I put in well, there. I was like, just waiting to see if you were going to stop. I, at first, me. I was like, all right, Simon, what do you have to say? Wait, what was Glenn's email? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I answered this question. Well, no, I didn't answer this question yesterday. Um, you know, I did a pontificast. You accused me. Uh, and it's it's a totally accurate accusation. All right, let's just let's just get it out already. It's Neville, it's Kevin Owens, and it's Sami Zayn it moving is. on. Correct. Uh-huh. Who's yeah, yours? Okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, 
Uh, oh, the same. No, clearly. you need to pick a new one. Obviously, you don't like mine, so pick your own damn one. Um. Well, since they're going to get called up anyways, um, Occam and Razor. Let's go. And that's two. You need a third. Smojo. No, we don't. No, the two of them could take the shield. These are large dudes. Okay, that's probably fair. I, <laughs> Paul Ellery. I really think Paul that Ellery would be cool. Is the third one. I mean, can't you just see it? They come out. They they dispatch um, Dean. They dispatch Seth Rollins. They're beating down Roman Reigns, and then they put Reigns up for the power bomb, just like it was the shield, except it's just the two of them. Like I could totally see it, and they're because they're basically wearing the same outfit. It would be really confusing. It's some oh, even better. What if Occam and Razor just come out as Dean and Seth, and we just never mention it again? We just start calling them Dean and Seth, and that's so just it. From to, now on, they're the shield. What happens to John Moxley and Colby Lopez? Who cares? Wow. <laughs> they're not part of this equation. They can go be the shield with James Ellsworth on the independence. Who cares? Can we take a moment to talk about we James can take Ellsworth? Multiple moments to talk about James Ellsworth. We should. Uh, the the chinless wonder was released and handled it incredibly well, just like he handled his entire WWE run. Uh, I I tweeted yeah. this out late last night. Um, where does he rank on the best jobbers of all time? I don't know. Number one. I guess the I. I Suppose you can't call him like if you're main eventing in multiple weeks with the world champion, you're not a jobber. Do you think you can really call him a jobber when in the end of the day he has a winning record <laughs> over AJ Styles? Three to two? I don't think that needs eh? to be the be all end all, but no, I suppose eh? he is not a jobber. There you go. Um I just but yeah, like dude I I mean it's it, you see a lot of people say like Dude lived the dream, you know what I mean, and and that I, I find that you know that that that's that's meaningful as a statement, but but more so that dude lived his yes. dream, you know what I mean? Like he was a wrestler for years on the independence. He had his own promotion. Like he was finally he finally after years and years and years got that WWE recognition validation. Got in front of those audiences and again had a year and a half. You you just look at his Twitter and as recently as this weekend, like at events, at shows, hanging with fans, like that dude knew every minute of this was of this ride was precious, and it seemed like you know he was super good about it. He shared his time with the fans. Like I don't know what else you could have asked for. I from would this you dude. know I'm sure there's there's a budget thing. You know you're at the end of your creative rope. Like once you're walking around on a leash with Carmella, there's really very little else you can do. Um, I, I disagree. I a guy like James Ellsworth, who was as committed as he was, as a positive, like you know, um, good publicity. Well, that's what I'm saying. He was. He's a goodwill. Like I would have kept him on as a goodwill ambassador. One hundred percent. And then what you can do, as far as creative is, look, as you just said, it's okay. I don't. I don't know if jobber is the right word, technically speaking. Maybe enhancement talent's the way to go. But there would be nothing wrong and i think he would love it if he spent the rest of his days as the guy that every single call up from nxt wrestles in their first match beat. 
Absolutely. And I, I don't see any reason why he couldn't have kept doing that for the next five years. You know what I mean? I, I think it's really strange, actually, that they took this guy and, and got, admittedly, like you said, it's not like he was ever going to develop or go any further necessarily, but but I don't think he needed to. I actually really enjoyed seeing James Ellsworth on a weekly basis for as much complaining as the internet seems to do about him. Uh I don't know. There was something about him. They that complained was... about him until he got released. And then they were like, oh, my God, you were amazing. And what a great guy. And, you know, I appreciate the number of actual like wrestlers who are tweeting out like this guy did everything yeah. right. And again, I you, you would have liked to have keep him around. But now he can go be a star. Elsewhere. What if he goes to the independence, builds his brand and comes back like the reigning, defending, undisputed WWE Universal Champion machine. What don't you think that could happen? Don't you think he could go and become like the guy? No. no but way. I do think he comes back. Like clearly, you know, he did everything right. He left on the best of terms. I'm sure there's a James Ellsworth for Hall of Fame 2018. It's a conversation you can have. Like, again, when you're talking about, you know, he is in the territory. If we're going to talk jobbers, he's, he's exceeded Barry Horowitz. He did far better than Barry Horowitz did. He's at the level of the Brooklyn Brawler, arguably the best yeah. jobber of all time. Like, that's where we're at with James Ellsworth. Um, then we were – I'm trying to go back, trace my steps a little bit. Oh, I loved the thing he tweeted out where he was like, wait, are you saying Carmella and Big Cass have been a yeah. couple all this time? I was just like – And nobody told you me. You win, yeah. James. We're all going home. Yep. All right. Now we can get to Simon's email. He's been waiting. This poor guy who doesn't have a wheelchair. Hopefully he has his wheelchair. I don't I hope so too. All right. Simon. Good evening from dark and cold Manchester. Hope we are all well. Today, I'm thinking about Oreo cookies and whether the white chocolate covered ones will come out this year. They are apparently Christmas snowballs. The festive cups have already appeared at Costa and Starbucks. It's still too early, I think, but the older I get, the earlier it all starts. When I was younger, we were not allowed Christmas music until December the 1st. My parents can't make those rules this year, as they are going traveling around America. They are going to New Orleans in December, which I am fine with. WrestleMania is in New Orleans three months after they visit. I did tell them to hold back till then and maybe take me, but it's their 40th wedding anniversary, so they have to celebrate it in Untrue. December. Selfish. Untrue. You can celebrate your anniversary whenever you want. I lived with my mom for four, 18 years. My dad has 40 and counting quite a feat. Survivor Series. Does AJ lose gloriously? Does Team SmackDown beat Team Raw? I think the SmackDown women might conquer the Raw side, but Asuka's presence makes it less certain in my mind. They need to keep her undefeated in the face of her team's loss. Which they could do, I guess. I don't like fantasy booking, but I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Before I leave you, DC and Doc Talk on the NAI thingy needs to be longer. I was really into the last episode with the Pop-Tarts. Fellow Bestie Glenn suggests that it might require too much food, and you'd run the risk of bursting if that cast was longer. Anyway, I'm going to go now. I'll write again next week. 
Simon. At Fake Sports Monkey, I believe, is his <clears throat> Twitter handle. Um, so, do we go into Survivor Series? I'm glad people enjoyed yeah. to talk about the Pop-Tarts. They just enjoyed the fact that we did that to ourselves. People seem to enjoy, you know, the the vicarious experience of listening. They don't even watch. Listening to us eat food. Well, guess what? The next two weeks, it keeps happening. Um, Have you gone back for sushi? Not that we ate sushi on the podcast, but I know Mrs. Manson Uh, was saying she was jonesing for some sushi. Oh, no, no. So we had some when we went there with you, but we have not been back since. All right. Uh, So, yeah. That sushi was good. Best sushi I think I've had uh, in state. Good to know. Okay. So I enjoyed. I don't know if that's going to be regular. I enjoyed though. my pad thai, and those chicken wings were dynamite. They were quite good. All right. So let's get into Survivor Series Sunday's spectacle. The pre-show, as it stands right now, only has one match, and of course it's the Cruiserweight title, Kalisto versus Enzo Amore. Um, who's the champion? Enzo. And I'm going with Enzo because he's got someone helping Drew him now, Gulak. Right? Yeah, he's 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 aligned with. Despite the fact that when he first came to 205 Live, he got beaten up by everybody. Now all of a sudden, all the heels like. Him. But still, I'm going with Enzo I'm going wins. with Enzo just because I like you, Kalisto. But no one's gonna tune in to watch you as champion. There are some people yep. who will watch Enzo Amore. All right. The main show. Um, I, I'm guessing the show begins with the Usos of the Uso Penitentiary taking on. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, it took me a minute. There are a lot of title matches, and I'm sure they'll, st- they'll stagger them out. And, you know, just I feel like when you've got Seamus Cesaro and the Usos, that's how you kick off a pay-per-view. No, there aren't any title matches. Well, yes, I suppose that's true. There are a lot of champions. There will be a lot of championship belts on display, I suppose, yes, but there are no title matches. Um, What do you think? Sheamus, Cesaro, the Usos, both very good teams. We can remember the days of Tyson Kidd and Cesaro versus the Usos. I think I'm going to give it... I suppose really what you need to do is you kind of need to start with the main event. And I don't necessarily want to start there, but you've got to figure out at some point this, there's going to be an even split or at least a close to even split of Raw victories versus SmackDown victories. We're not going to get a Raw sweep. We're not going to get a SmackDown live sweep. So, you know, it's it's almost... Yeah, I actually, I have to, I have to start writing this one down because it's totally. This one is totally just by the. Well, and, and that I was think. kind of like I'm like part of me thinks this is an interesting one to predict, and then part of me thinks it's not because this is such a kind of one off. This is like one of those Marvel what if comic books where whatever happens isn't going to matter in the main canon unless we get some sort of interesting defection or something like that. I'm not sure that this, you know, goes anywhere. So would, would you like me to go through yeah. the matches before you? Yeah, I'm trying to write some stuff down here really quick just to try to make, make sense of this. Um, 
so tell me the matches. All right. We've got um, the Bar versus the Usos. We've got Alexa Bliss versus new SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair. Did right. you watch her title win? Did you yeah. watch yeah, Ric Flair good. come out and Charlotte nearly knock him over? He looks very thin. He, yes, he does. And we. He does. Uh, so you've got Charlotte versus Alexa. You've got okay. The Miz versus Baron Corbin. Okay, let me see here. All right. You've got Shield versus New Day. Okay. You've got Brock versus AJ. Okay. And then you've got the two Survivor Series matches, the women's and the men's. I see. Well, it's funny because I just did this all out. And so I've got it evenly split now. I'm fairly confident. Three wins for Raw, three wins for SmackDown. There's which means there's one match that's going to be the decision maker. And, of course, the one that I can't decide is Ustos versus DeBar. Okay, well, let's come back to that. Uh, yeah. Miz versus Baron Corbin. I think Corbin wins. He does have more to win in winning. I think the Miz can eat a loss yes. and it does nothing I for I will him. agree. Then for that reason alone. Uh, Charlotte versus Alexa. Charlotte. So are you going to go with Raw winning the big matches and SmackDown winning the smaller matches? Because. No. Well, Raw. But I think Charlotte wins this match because. Because the Raw women have to win their big match. So to have parity within the divisions. Do they? They do. Now that the SmackDown team doesn't even have Charlotte on it. It currently like, has TBA. As far as I know, I don't know that Natalia immediately takes that spot. It could be, you know, could be Paige, could be uh, Ember Moon making her debut. Like, you know, there's options here. I'm sorry, but my, no, because Asuka is going to win the Rob match. So that's it. Is she the sole survivor or is she, she can't lose. If she, if she loses, it will not be pinfall. Or no, finish. she'll get counted out. She'll get disqualified or something like that. Right. She'll take offense to something Sasha did and kick her in the head. Or right. Um. Again, I'll agree with you on the raw women, just because the power of Captain Alicia. Oh, yeah, I clearly. you know for when it comes to Alexa versus Charlotte, I want to pick Carmella again, but I get I. You know, I can't keep just saying that until she cashes in. But I will go ahead, for the same reason that you picked Baron Corbin, I will go ahead and pick Alexa Bliss. Charlotte can eat a loss. So now you think the Raw women's division is going to win all the matches? Yes. That involve yes. women? Okay. I do. I'm confident right. with that. That's fair. I'm confident with that. I, I could be wrong. Again, I could be wrong. But I think Alexa finds some way to win. Whether Nia gets involved, whether there's some sort of chicanery, I'll, I'll say Alexa wins. Um, Brock versus AJ? Brock. 
Yeah. That was part of Simon's email. Does AJ lose gloriously? Yes. No, because Bobby Roode's not involved. Does AJ lose phenomenally? I suppose would have yes. been better. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Simon. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's a good match. Um, you know, I think AJ comes close. You know, we're starting to see more and more of Brock's mortality. So, you know, well, there'll be a phenomenal forearm and a very close two count. But yeah, Brock wins. Uh, what about Shield versus New Day? Shield. Why? New Day can lose all day long and it doesn't matter. New Day is now beyond titles. New Day is simply an entity that exists can't. to wrestle and lose. Okay. I was going to say, the Shield would be on titles too. No, they're not. Okay. No, they're not. Roman Reigns, at some point, is going to be the Universal Champion. He's going to have a nice long the, title. He can't be a world champion? No, he can't. Xavier Woods can't be a multi-time no. U.S. champion? Nope. I think nope. so. Nope. Nope. And Kofi is never getting that win either. So they're done. Their their gold careers are over. That They're done. Okay. Um, hmm. I suppose the only the only SmackDown team I've said will win is currently Corbin. Now I will say, the way that I've split my list, this means, of course, that basically, if you've been following along with my picks here, I already said I split it three to three with the one that I couldn't decide. That means I've written down that the SmackDown men are going to win. That I agree match. with you. But, but I agreed with you on that beforehand. But I'm not sure I agree with that now that I look at it. Can you remind me who was on Team SmackDown? Captain Shane McMahon. The glorious Bobby Roode. The Viper Randy Orton. The artist Shinsuke Nakamura. And the 16-time world champion John Cena. Okay, so there's a bunch of people on there who Triple H would really like to absorb the powers of, right? He'd like to gain their heat by decapitating them and taking their is, souls. Is whatever Triple it is H shaking some? I think he's the Highlander, but I don't know. So, with Triple H on Team Raw. I sort of feel like SmackDown doesn't have a chance. And then on top of that, when you consider the fact that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn aren't on this show, and they really, really hate Shane McMahon, you would expect to see them get involved somewhere, unless, of course, they're just being punished for insubordinate behavior on the UK Yeah, tour. but they were, in, they were on... If they hadn't appeared on SmackDown at all, I would agree. But they were there. They were in the back row... Of the opening segment of SmackDown, they yes, were like but then they in also the far back most, where you could barely were, even. You were looking at them and you're like, "Is that Sami Zayn or is that, or is that just?" But isn't that exactly? Zach but isn't that exactly where they should be, as far away from Shane McMahon as possible? I guess so, but I'm just I don't know. It seems like they would be there to gum up the works for Team SmackDown. And if that's the case, it throws off my whole the it just cascades through. I'm, my I'm saying SmackDown. I'm off. saying SmackDown wins, and I think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn do play a role, but they help the te they they take out Shane 
and help the team win somehow, whether it's Cena, whether it's Orton, whether it's whoever. They're going to, they want to show up on SmackDown and say, you would have lost were it not for us. This is our show. We won. You didn't win. We won. That'd be good. And I am also going now, based on that, I'm going with the Usos to win versus Debar because I need another SmackDown win. So I have three for SmackDown, Corbin, Usos, and the men's team, and one, two, three, four for Raw, which I think makes sense. Yeah. I mean, realistically, with Usos and Debar, I feel like the Usos should win. Okay. Well... Again, you've got one, two, you've got three Raw and three SmackDown, so just pick the one you think should win. Yeah, I did. Okay. So we differ on Charlotte and Alexa, and that's it. <laughs> no, you said the... No. You said the SmackDown women were going to win. No, I said the Raw women were going to win. Oh, right. Yeah. We've picked everything the same except for Charlotte and Alexa. But that's fine. Again, we're not keeping track. And we No, why would we even do this exercise? All right. Um when we talk next week, what will we or when when we tweet Monday morning, what will be the match you are most enthused by? Besides Asuka, of course. Asuka, of course. Okay. If she takes out everyone on the opposing team and on her team, are you just going to be beside yourself with glee? That's really what you want yeah. is just nine bodies on the, you know, on the arena floor and in the ring. And she just kind of like leaning against the turnbuckle, nibbling on her mask. Sounds all right to me. You sound all right to me. What sounds all right to me is a email from Che. Evening, gentlemen. For your Survivor Series prediction show, do Owens, Zane, or Jason Jordan get involved in the five-on-five men's match? And if so, how would you like that to play out? Who do you expect the surprise member of the SmackDown Live women's team to be? With nothing really at stake in this pay-per-view, where do you think both shows should go next? Tension has been teased between Shane and Brian. It also seems like we could be rehashing Stephanie belittling and eventually firing Mick Foley with Kurt Angle being the present GM. Hope you guys are doing well. NAIUK bestie, Che, sent from my Samsung Galaxy smartphone. Click here to reply or forward. 1.22 gigabytes, 8% of 15 gigabytes used. Manage, no recent chats, start a new one. Terms, privacy, last account activity, zero minutes ago. Currently being used in one other location. Details. Excellent. Well done. Um, Don't say I'm not complete when I read my emails. Do we see Jason Jordan at all on this show? Probably crying in the gorilla position as his father trounces past him to go out to the ring. He could also, you know, wind up. He could t- yeah, you're right. He might be the surprise member of the SmackDown Live women's no. team. No. Oh, I'm no. saying he could also assist helping SmackDown win. He could, but I don't think so. I think more likely we don't see him on Sunday, and he just this is just the start 
of his eventual descent into Kylo Ren. I think you're right. Uh, who is the surprise member of the women's team? Uh, Carmella. She's already on the team. Oh, um, well, I'm surprised to hear that. Asuka, Alicia Fox, Bailey, Nia Jackson, Sasha versus Becky Lynch, Carmella, Naomi, Tamina, and no one with Lana at ringside. Lana. I'm going to say Paige, though it likely will be and probably should be Natalia. You don't go you don't go from being the champion to missing the show. Unless you're Natalia. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to say Natalia. I don't think it's Paige only because I kind of feel like they want. I thought the rumor was up until this week that Paige was going to be on Raw. And on top of that, I just. I don't know if this is it. Well, I don't know. I guess it is. I was just going to say, I don't know if you bring back Paige as part of the Survivor Series. Doesn't that take away from her return? But I suppose you it doesn't necessarily. You were just in England and you didn't bring her back. And she was there. She was backstage. And you didn't bring her back. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't they know. They either wait for the Raw after. And that's the big surprise to challenge Alexa Bliss. I'm I'm honestly really surprised that they're bringing Paige back. She's good. I'm a fan. They don't have... I feel like she was really good in NXT. And I was excited about her when she first got to the main roster. But I don't know, man. It felt like things just sort of... Dropped off hey, real fast. She's got a long career ahead she of her. Was, so I guess I she really was shouldn't a core hold member performance against of her. Team PCB. Oh, you mean the submission sorority? Yeah. And then you had Team Bad. Don't Google that. And then you had Team Bad and the other team that I can't remember. PCB. No, there was three of them. Team Bad. There was another one. I think it was the Bellas and somebody. Uh, I don't know. Because it wasn't Bailey. I think it was just... It doesn't matter. Really doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> At all. I think it was the Nick of the Bellas. The Nicks. <laughs> the, and let's be honest. Brie Bella doesn't there's, matter, right? There's, a, there's a rumor that it's going to be Nikki. Nikki will be the last member of the SmackDown team because John Cena is on Team SmackDown. So. Oh. You know what? That's it. Changing your prediction? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm even putting that in. You're going with Nikki. I'm going with Paige. You're probably right again, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I forgot Nikki Bella existed. Well, now you know. And knowledge is power. Uh, where do both shows go next? Uh, yeah, we're going for GM Strife on both shows. Angle Hunter, Shane, Daniel Bryan. I can't. I think, though, I think Shane, Daniel Bryan is at least interesting. Um, the whole thing with Stephanie and Kurt Angle is just like, come on. I- we're going to watch this until WrestleMania when Triple H faces Kurt Angle. I, like, I don't I, need to see that. I don't know why Stephanie McMahon has to be that character over and over and over again. And I guess it's just because, like, because pe- she's good yeah. at it. But still, like, I turned on. You know, I was watching YouTube and she showed up and I just clicked out of it and found another video to watch because I'm like, 
There's nothing she can say that I care to listen to. You know what I would have loved? I would have loved if Jason Jordan was on Team Raw. And if, you know, Stephanie McMahon was, okay, well, you know, he showed me something here on Raw tonight. He won his match against Bray Wyatt. And we're, okay, he's the fifth member. And then we have Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. And then instead of wasting Triple H as the fifth member of Team Raw, let's have Triple H, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Neville, and some other guy. I don't know who, but someone from NXT. Let's have them show up to Survivor Series and say, oh, you guys said this was all about Raw versus SmackDown, huh? What about NXT? That's the actual dominant brand. That's what I wanted to see. So you listened to my Pontificast is what you're saying? Please, nobody listens to the Pontificast. Hey, it's got 81 downloads. At least four people have listened to the Pontificast, which is essentially exactly what I said. Yeah. Owens. Oh, great. I mean, I would have loved to have Owens, seen that. Zane, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby. Like, I, you know, the list goes on and on of guys you could potentially have there. And if Hunter's in charge of it, all of a sudden Samoa Joe's in play and Bobby Roode's in play. Right. Because here are all these guys who are Hunter guys. And without Hunter, they don't have a shot. And now they've. Any single guy who had a photo, that photo. Exactly. Exactly. With, with the championship belt and the handshake. Like, there just should have been. Like on the Titan Tron, it just should have been a montage of all of those photographs just suddenly come on the screen and then they start igniting and burning up. And as soon as that happens, we just see like Samoa Joe and Finn Balor in the ring just like start getting activated like Manchurian candidates and they just start turning around and beating the crap out of their teammates and everybody else. And then Triple H comes out and, he's, and that big hog and he's got the sledgehammer and he's got the skull thing on. And that would have been so. Awesome. You've got two guys on each. You've got Shinsuke, Rude, Balor, and Joe. Yeah. It would have been great. Maybe. Maybe. I'll dream big. Maybe. Wouldn't it be great? Like, oh, man, they could just do like this whole – it could be like a, a six-month storyline with Triple H. Like, he's trying to get Finn Balor on his side. You, know, you see these little backstage segments, and he's like, no, no, I'm the demon, and I do demon things, and I don't want to join you, King of Kings. And then Triple H just, like, holds up a paper to him, and it's that photograph, and you just see his eyes go blank, and he's like, must – kill Shane McMahon and just like again that would just be so great just activating all these guys and suddenly he's got this army behind him that would be the stupidest best television of the last 20 but years but he would have to do that to Asuka because there's a picture great okay as long as you're great. fine with it I'd like to see just her eyes but in all fairness if you just saw if you just if you if you have this imagery of Asuka just standing there eyes glazed boring through just her eyes boring through all the women opponents on the other side of the ring and she's just there heaving like she's gonna tear them apart it would just be like nothing changed for Asuka she would be the exact same character That's, well what I'm saying is totally what work. I'm saying is she would be the one person you don't need to do that to he like goes to hold up the poet photo and she just holds up her hand and like kicks somebody and kicks Stephanie in the head and then Triple right. H and Asuka are the best power couple ever having live sex celebrations in the ring and all that stuff they just give her the queens she queens. hops on the back of the motorcycle and they ride off together <laughs> 
Oh man, I don't want. Or she's like, I'm driving the motorcycle, and he's in. Yeah, he, he put. He just kicks him in the. He head. gets a little sidecar. <laughs> you see Hunter just like knees up. Can't you see like Scooby Doo style? Like Hunter's in the sidecar with his knees up yes, around his head. Yes. He's, he's got that too small helmet on, and the goggles, and the scarf. <laughs> just zooming with the big beard. <laughs> yes, with the beard. Oh man, I just go zooming by. Oh god, the mystery machines just on the side of the road. What was that, Raggy? <laughs> I don't know, Broad. Let's find out. <laughs> oh man, can you just see? Oh, I could totally see that Braun as like a guest star on an episode of Scooby Doo. I would have succeeded oh, if it wasn't so for that good. meddling garbage truck. Oh, man. Oh, we need to write our own TV. Oh, we do. All right. Speaking of writing, brace yourself. No. Sorry, Doc. This will be long. Love you. I have to hold on. I have All to right. take a minute because I want to minimize your camera window because I want to watch you watch this. No, I don't need to see me. Get back. What? I broke it. Oh, there we go. Greetings, DDT, from, uh, I can't remember how to say it, Rum, Birmingham, Birmingham. Uh, Birmingham, I believe. That's not how you say it. Ah, the annual Birmingham German market, the largest outside Germany opened today. So I'm in a good (laughs) I'm pretty sure Germany's the largest outside Germany. I thought he was not from Birmingham. I thought he was elsewhere. Anyways. We have seen WWE do classic Raw nights Maybe he's visiting. from the early 90s, which have led people fantasy booking classic Attitude Era Night Raw specials. However... Wait, what? What? Who's been fantasy booking I don't this? know. However, okay. I believe the Ruthless Aggression Era is better, so how would you book that night? Here's how I... Uh, oh, my God. I, I have no filter today, because I was like, you okay. can't. They're all dead. <laughs> Oh, you're I, terrible. I, I meant what I said. There's going to come a time where the filter's going to be off and people are going to be like, oh, God, Doc's the nice one of the group. I realized I had that realization when I went to BJ's with you over the weekend. I was like, my God, I am the nice one of the group. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm 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 a bit of a an asshat sometimes. <laughs> Here's how I would do it. Now, a lot of that is already in place, which makes me so giddy as it nostalgically takes me back to my childhood with the Raw announced table by the stage. Yes, that's important. Two world titles and a brand split, colored ropes, and the WWE Championship on SmackDown. So I would add the theme, move to the music, yeah, play that music, move it to the music, yeah. Confirm if you know which song I'm referring to. Well, I just confirmed. So they're Pav. I love that theme. Or, rise up if it's SmackDown. Sit down, gentlemen. I didn't mean literally rise up. Bad joke? Yes. I should probably tell my penis to stop being engorged. <laughs> Bad joke? <laughs> yes. <laughs> By the way, in terms of theme music, I really do think my favorite theme for many of the wrestling shows 
and I'm I'm so sad they got rid of it is the roar of the crowd from the NXT. The roar of the crowd. I, I really liked that song. I really think that one is one of the best ones they've ever. I agree. Done. I would then have the excuse me while I Google 2D shape names. Got it. Parallelogram Titantron from 02 to 07. You Googled the shape name, yet you spelled it incorrectly. <laughs> or the f- Come on now. This isn't Seahawk here. Or, Give him a little bit of slack. Or the fist, if it's SmackDown. I love that fist. It's a nice fist. I would then go to the Toys R Us and go to the Barbie section and buy long hair for Triple H and pin the tail on the donkey section for a ponytail for Heyman. His ponytail was ridiculous at one point. I'll put the rest in bullet points as I can hear Doc snoring. Michael Michael Cole and Taz on commentary. I liked Taz on commentary. Bring in Vito to wear a dress as he used to while having a stare down with Velveteen Dream. That was a bad time. Eminem, that would be, for those of you who don't know, that would be Joey Mercury, Johnny Nitro, and Melina. Versus the Usos with Mercury having clip-on hair. He's big into hair, this pov. William... I miss Melina. William, do you miss her? Miss her or do you just miss the entrance? Can't it be both? Sure. William Regal and Tajiri in a segment with New Day. Yes, please. Yep. Evolution think. reuniting. Angle reuniting Jindrak and Luther Reigns to interrupt a JBL championship celebration. The Dicks versus the Gemini in the bathroom. The Gemini. Jacqueline, Jacqueline wins the cruiserweight title off whoever has it right now. Christian, with Tomko in tow, comes out to his 04 entrance theme to face, then run to face, then run away from Braun Strowman. No. All Christian and Tomko needs to do is come out and Christian to go, Tomko, give me a beat. No. That's all it needs. Bischoff versus Teddy Long, squabbling, Snitsky, Lita, and Kane in a segment with a baby doll. And my most favorite, Muhammad Hassan returns for one night to that exceptionally great entrance theme to take on AJ Styles, not to show Jinder how it's done, but just because Hassan was one of the greatest heels of the Ruthless Aggression era, where fans would literally make middle finger gestures. Who would make fans do that nowadays? Now, I know this is a lot to digest, so you can answer now, or you can have a week to think. And in next week's Pav email spot, you can answer it. I know Doc likes the idea of me not emailing next week, but don't let that influence the decision. <laughs> I know That's the best joke he has had all email. I know you have your Survivor Series predictions to get through. Fun fact number seven. Martin Van Buren was the only U.S. president who spoke English as his second language. Dutch was his first. He was in office from 1837 to 1841. The P underscore A underscore V. I never did trust the Dutch. Is that gold? Gold member? The Austin Powers movie? Michael Caine? Yeah. Yeah. Um... I enjoy that, except the problem there, Pav, and I think you understand this, but I, I enjoy your fantasy booking, is is that you picked most people that no one cares about. People <laughs> think Ruthless Aggression, they want Edge, they want Eddie, they want, they don't want JBL, but they'd be okay with it. They want the Boogeyman, they want the returning Deadman Undertaker, so... 
I like the idea. I do enjoy those sort of gimmicky nights. But uh, Christian and Tomko is a good idea, though. And William Regal with Sorry, the New I, Day would be great. I've got something in my head, and maybe it's really obvious, but you're the history buff, so I need you to tell sure. me. If Martin Van Buren was president from 1837 to 1841, yes. does that, when they give those dates, does that mean he was elected in 1836, but he didn't take office until 37? Uh, because otherwise, how would you get those dates, right? Because it's always an even date when you get elected into office, right? Now. Or it is. or was there a time when it was odd dates and something happened with the count that moved us over onto the even dates? Yeah, people died. <clears throat> well, let's see. It's a good question because you're right. Like the presidents now, you know, our current president was elected in 2016. Right, but he wasn't. He didn't take office right until January 2017. So is that what that means? Probably. Because you're not sworn into office until January, right? Yeah. Was it, the, was it the same way back then? I think so. But then again, you know, like, we're talking, the election used to be in March. But, like, would you say that Trump was elected, was in office from 2017 to 2021? Or would you say he was in office from 2016 to 2012? Well, I think the, the common way of seeing it is, you know, technically Obama's term ended in 2017. But people are going to think of it as, like... Trump won the 2016 election. So the common right. term is that, but no, you're right. He didn't get elected until 2017. His term's going to go till either 2021 or 2025. I want to, I'm just going to look up Obama and see when he was president. January 20th, 2009 to January 20th, 2017. That's totally it. That's totally yeah. it. Even though we, in our minds, we think of it as being an even to even date. It's not. Because it doesn't. And it has been. I saw that at first, and at first I was like thirty-seven to forty-one. Yeah. How how did that happen? How is that even possible? But I, I guess I answered my own question yeah. before I even got it out there. But I was still it was burning up my mind. DC at the DC Thank Matthews. You. Uh, in fact, really, oh god, I'm most presidents, you know, are on odd years. You know, Zachary Taylor died in office in eighteen fifty, so that was technically it. But outside of that, hold on, I'm just scrolling through right now. Yeah. Outside of Zachary Taylor, every other president that I'm seeing, and I'm already at Kennedy, were elected in odd years. Served terms odd year to odd year. I think it just... Well, they weren't elected no, in odd No, they years. were elected in even years, but they started their term. I think it just comes to the first presidency was 1789, and they just kind of went with that. I don't know why I did this, but I had already typed Martin Van Buren into Google. And so I just Googled Martin Van Buren's wife. Okay. I recommend doing that. Hannah Van Buren? Indeed. What about her? Those are some nice portraits. Oh, okay. She died of tuberculosis. I kind of... You're, you're not going to agree with me, but from like... From like from like the eyes down, uh, there's some of these portraits where I think she looks very similar to Mrs. Matthews. Okay, well now I gotta look this up. 
So from the eyes, you're not gonna see from the it. eyes down. See yeah. So like and her nose and portraits. her. It's like there's a, like a black and white one on firstladies.org. <laughs> firstladies.org. Hold on. But the, it's not the one with the plumes because that one looks nothing like. I that. love this show because when I sat down to record, I did not think to myself, self. Where do you find them? I'm on firstladies.org. Where do I find the people? Well, I'm not actually on it. I'm just in Google's image search. Oh. It was like the third like one. They don't even have, like, I guess, oh, this is the National First Ladies Library. So what did you search for? Martin Van Buren's wife. Martin Van Buren's wife. Click on images. Not the one with the pl- plumes. So the third one in. That does have plumes. No, the second one has plumes. But she's got the neck ruffle. Well, the neck ruffle's not a plume. So you think from the eyes down that looks like Mrs. Matthews? Yes. Okay. Just a little. Okay. I I don't see it, but then again, I... I knew you wouldn't. The ones with the plumes looks nothing like her. Okay. Well, thank you. Now you've given. Now people can go look and get an image of what my wife looks like, and they can be like, based on what you th- say, because you say you're fat, Rusev, you married way above your station, and I will say, yes, I did. <laughs> Fair, um, enough. Fair enough. What is your piece of Martin Van Buren, though? Man, that guy. Look at that hair. It just goes down into the mutton chops. Like, yeah. Look, listen, I. I'm pretty sure I'm going bald now. Um, I know you probably don't think so, and you're going to be like, you? But I'm serious. It's, it's, the hairline is receding here in the front. I lose more and more every day in the shower. I'm just looking at my hands, and they're just covered in hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, God, okay, this is happening. So when I do, and I'm, bald, so I'm balding from the front here, I'm going to end up with the horseshoe, the, the Paul Heyman, if you will. Uh, hopefully someday I will gray and pull off the and Martin of Van Buren. I mean, obviously it's never going to happen because I can't grow any facial hair still. But I, if I if I could, I would rock the Martin Van Buren. That's what I'm saying. I can't, but if I could, I there would. in in our in our school there are uh, TVs by the front and side doors that show photos, just of school events and things. Is a nice little community building thing, and there's a photo of me. I'm helping the principal. We're doing this jump rope team building activity. So it's me from the back. It You have to squint when you look at it because the reflection of the sun <laughs> off. It can't even be called a spot. Like I used to go, okay, I have a bald spot. No, I have a bald volleyball. You have a bald head. <laughs> I, some days I'm yeah, like, right. I just need to just shave it. Just just be done. And I then be so. bald, Rusev. You think I'd look That'd like the awesome. Big Show if I shaved my head with the with the facial hair? A little bit. The Big Show kind of looks like a teddy bear sometimes, but you'd look more like a teddy bear. I'd look like a teddy bear who was tranquilized, obviously. Clearly. Um, do you have a piece of positivity besides this conversation? <laughs> uh, I mean, Martin Van Buren's hair <laughs> might take it for the week. Okay. Thanks, Paul. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I know we can't do really long email uh, uh, podcast oh, no. titles. Oh, I, Jesus. What? 
I know, I know what my piece of positivity is for the week, and it better be on the damn show. Johnny Gargano, Shawn Michaels in an ab off. I'm I can't wait to see it. I cannot wait to see it. But the perfect opportunity <laughs> is there <laughs> to have an eye off. Shawn Michaels wins every eye off contest ever. His eyes have been off for years. What does it have to do with Johnny Gargano? Nothing. I was making fun of the fact that Shawn Michaels is cross-eyed because I'm a horrible person. Yeah, you are. Um, it the weekend. They're gonna be what? What the weekend? Because uh, Survivor Series is four hours long. Just so you know. <laughs> no, it's it is. Not. It, it is. is. It's one of the big. It it's one of the big four. Seven? It's gonna start at seven, seven to eleven. It's gonna be four hours long. You are gonna get. GQ you are gonna get at least six. Is that is that confirmed? Yeah, you're gonna get That's at really least six hours of wrestling this weekend. I'll look it up right now. But oh god, Survivor. That's gonna be series. a lot of GQ. <laughs> I mean, in a good way. But. Um, I like it. I'm not trusting this. That says Survivor Series would be the last WWE pay-per-view of the year. That's not true. Not at all. Um, I love when it's... Yeah, 7 p.m. So the pre-show is going to either start at 6 or at 5, depending on whether or not they do the two-hour pre-show like they do for most of these big shows. Yeah, two hours on Saturday, four hours on Sunday, three hours on Monday, two hours on Tuesday... One hour on Wednesday. Maybe I'll just watch Takeover. No, Survivor Series is going to be good. It's going to be it's going to be yes, a lot, but there are going to be excellent, excellent moments all up and down this card. So I am looking forward to it, and I am looking forward to tweeting and talking about it with my best friend in the world that I'm not married to, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson. Oh, I wasn't sure where you were going I'm with that for a second. Talking about you, I'm making that bold statement, huh? sir. Well, thank you, good sir. Uh, anything else you would like to say, Doc Manson? Certainly, don't you know? Return the favor, but that's fine. <laughs> anything else you'd like? To <laughs> I say? was hoping you wouldn't notice. <laughs> it's okay. I know you and GQ have a thing. It's fine. Oh yeah, clearly. Um, anything else you would like to say, Doc Manson, before you head out into that Survivor Series marathon? It's a marathon, not a sprint. If you like what you heard, and how could you, go to iTunes and leave us a review. Thank you for listening to this episode, which I am like to propose be titled Triple H in a Sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> or Martin Van Buren's Mutton Chops. <laughs> yeah, I could see one of those. All right. Thank you for listening. DDTWrestling at gmail.com. Yes, find us, follow us. Join the insanity. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we see you again, my friends, enjoy your marathon. We'll see you around the neighborhood.